1: I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there is
0: severe weather, a
1: traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in, depend on it.
2: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen.
3: No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever
2: turn blue.
0: Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 1108, 08, after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, moving right along. I'll try to get to the bottom of the, uh, of the girl, by the way. I don't even know her name. I was a bad investigatory journalist right there on my way to pick up dinner today. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't know. get I was, paid for that I was trying to remember Longoria's order. Was the problem? I was distracted. How how hard is my order? <laughs> well, I tell you, I, uh, I we'll yeah, get into a special it. Special instructions? No, there uh, was none. Kind of. Well, he didn't give me any guidance, though. That was the problem. I, I told you exactly what I wanted after the way, I had to like the way it came after after <laughs> like <laughs> nine questions via text. Like, well, how, what do you want this? Do you I want didn't this? think it was so, going to be that hard. Yeah, it, yeah. it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. But we'll we'll continue that uh, story later on this week. Uh, but I want to talk about the the big game hunting. So the story. I'm sure you've all heard about it. Did Erickson talk about it today? The, the yeah, lion? I don't care about stuff like yeah, that. All right, good. Um, <laughs> so the, there's uh, a lion was killed by a big game hunter, an American dentist in in Africa. And rather than me recap the story, here's the latest from CNN on what exactly happened and why this has become uh, such a, a big deal to so many people. exactly happened on this hunting trip?
4: Well, Anderson, the details are still coming in, but it's uh, alleged that uh, Walter Palman, this dentist from Minnesota, was in Zimbabwe on the border regions of this park and that him and the guides lured or baited this line, this iconic line, Cecil, from Huanging National Park out of the park and then he shot him with a crossbow, but that crossbow didn't kill the lion outright. They tracked, according to conservation officials, that line for 40 hours and then killed it with a weapon of some kind, and then uh, they severed the head as a trophy. Now, the officials say that they're looking for uh, this uh, individual from the U.S. who is uh, allegedly killing killed this lion, and they say this is both illegal and horribly tragic because it was a huge tourist draw for the country, and certainly, uh, at the very least, unethical to bring a lion outside of a reserve like this and to kill it. Anderson?
0: What else do we know about this American hunter, Walter Palmer, and, and I guess I mean, could he face charges in Zimbabwe?
4: Well, he could face charges, and certainly the chief of police in Zimbabwe say they are searching for him. It's unclear exactly where he is right now. Now, Walt Palmer is a 50, in his 50s he's a dentist. He's a well-known hunter in those circles and posted... You know, several pictures of himself with big game that he hunted with a crossbow in the past. So certainly, this is not the first time he's doing this kind of high-profile uh, hunt. They say they are looking for him. Uh, his whereabouts are unknown, as I say. And two of the professional hunters who were on uh, that trip with him have been uh, detained, and they're going to face court charges tomorrow in Zimbabwe.
0: And and he's put. It, well, this guy Walter Palmer has put out a statement. What did he say?
4: Well, he said uh, the following, Anderson, to my knowledge, everything about this trip was legal and properly handled and conducted. I had no idea the lion that I took down was a known local favorite, was collared and part of a study. Until the end of the hunt, I relied on expertise from my local professional guide. He did say he regretted what happened, but it looks like, in a way, that he's passing the buck onto the professionals, and this may not be the first time he's run into trouble, Anderson. Court documents that we've uncovered show that a person of the same name, roughly the same age, from the same place, uh, was in fact uh, under federal charges uh, in, in a case in where he killed a black bear and then lied to authorities. Uh, so it could be that there's some kind of pattern here. We try to reach out to his lawyer, could not uh, get comment, and certainly he's gone to ground other than the statement that he's put out, but it's causing outrage here in Africa and, of course, around the world.
0: All right, so that's the latest from CNN. So basically, I'm going to defer to Chuck here, Montana ma- uh, man. Yeah. Um, so this guy went on a big game hunt in Zimbabwe mm-hmm. with, a, with a crossbow, hired guides to get him a lion. Uh, the lion, unfortunately, that he shot was the this beloved lion of yeah, this, of Zimbabwe. Of um, um, and it, apparently they lured him off of the, the mm-hmm. preserve where it's illegal to kill him. Um, they lured the lion off and then killed him uh, or shot him and then went back, tracked him and then beheaded and killed him. And yeah. it's it's caused a big uproar in Zimbabwe. It's a beloved lion, whatever, et, et cetera. And the dentist is saying, "Listen, I hire these guides. You know, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt on that part. Like he doesn't know right. What, what and that's this what I was
1: going to say. I've been on enough guided hunts. I know about them. Uh, it, it, when you go, that's why you pay an exorbitant amount of money." Sure. To hire these guys. You just do whatever it is that they tell you to do, and that's how it goes. Now, if it truly was a pattern, I don't know about the bear incident. Mm -hmm. That's the first that I've heard of it. Um, But you've got to prove a little bit more than just the fact that uh, uh, the, the course of events that he actually knew what they were doing was illegal. Because like I was telling somebody, back home, I can kill bears all day long. What I can't do is bait them. So... But it's
0: different. There's other sure, states there's
1: where that's all they do is bait bears to yeah. kill them,
0: and you just sit on. And a, who knows a bait what the track. hell the rules are in Zimbabwe? Exactly, yeah. and
1: that's if you're paying what? What was it? Ten thousand, fifteen
0: thousand? I think it was like fifty grand. Right, fifty like that. grand.
1: Yeah. I'm not bothering I, to find out the rules. No,
0: so I buy I that. that I buy his excuse that yeah. you know he just left it up to the guides. It's their country; they do this for a living. Mm. I understand that. Um, he still might face some charges, yeah. though. Even though oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the culpability might lie in in the guide's yeah. lap, um, you know he's still the one that killed it. And blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I, I, we'll let this play out. We'll see how it is. Yeah. What I don't understand, and I'm not anti hunting at all. I've been hunting before. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know why. And maybe there's some hunters out there, or you could help me out. Sure. W- what's the appeal of of taking down some of the most just fantastic beings to ever walk the earth lions and cheetahs and elephants and rhinos i mean is isn't there enough stuff that you can hunt that isn't that special i mean these are special animals i don't understand
1: i I, personally i don't i was never a trophy hunter i hunted for meat if Mm -hmm. i got a trophy great but I always hunted for me. the The issue with that type of stuff is you have to look at the local economies of some place like Zimbabwe. Yeah, they're going to shoot and kill those things anyway and charge an exorbitant amount of money. And there's just guys willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were just going out and doing it. Um and there was no real impact to say like a, a local economy in yeah. Zimbabwe because I know I had a friend he went on a big safari, uh, African safari thing. he was gone for a month and he killed just about everything on that continent. Yeah. And every single bit of it went to local stuff, local tribes, local uh, understood you know, I mean, everything was going to education. So they're gonna it's 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 an economic thing for but them. as
0: but as just as a human. I don't get it. I I, I just uh, like I don't. you want to shoot a deer? I couldn't do it. Like I've yeah. I've I've been offered to go on deer hunts. Yeah. And I but I just can't do it. Like yeah. if I'm walking my dogs and I see a deer, like I'm in awe. I'm like, look at how beautiful I like I just can't do it. I'm not saying that it, you shouldn't be able to do it. That's what? fine. No, I know what you're saying. Um but I just I find so much the majesty of these of these bigger animals. Mm. Um, you know, what if I'm walking my dogs and I see deer, I'm like I wanna let that moment I wanna savor it. I like yeah. you know, just seeing so I, I just can't wrap my, my head around the mentality of people that are like, if you see a lion, like the first thing you want to do is, is kill it and put its head on your wall. I, I just don't get that part of this Only of this story. in places
1: where you have to manage populations. And, and there is, people don't like to hear it if they're very anti this, mm-hmm. but there is a huge component to um, game management through the use of hunting
0: oh absolutely you can try and, especially so, here in georgia right yeah. so,
1: and, and so there's a lot of animals that they have to go i know back home wolves and, and, and coyotes are a huge there is a very big effort overpopulation to manage those, yeah to yeah. manage those populations so that it doesn't impact okay um and in those cases i guess i can see it but i still have no desire to go shoot a lion even if they're doing it for a a game management yeah and they're not <laughs> they're no, definitely and they're not they're clearly yeah. not but even then, I, I just I the, no the economics
0: of it that you bring up is an interesting point, and and I can't argue that. I, I'm going to argue against the the rationale of the hunter wanting to yeah I don't I take don't down that. one of these glorious creatures. You look at the the ivory poachers, okay? So like rhinos are going extinct mm-hmm. because uh, Asian men um, apparently think that rhino horn can you know do Who's what Cialis the... does yes. for thirty bucks, um, whatever. So if you, if you are in this in these poor African countries and you can't feed your family, but you can make ten years worth of income from one rhino horn, yeah, I understand why that is happening. Yeah, economics alone. What's more important, my family or this rhino? Most people are going to say my family, and yeah. I'll kill this rhino, sell it to the Asian dudes, and we won't have to you know worry about food for ten years. Right. I, th- that part I totally understand. What I just don't understand is. A, that, a lot of a, that Asian going. dudes that want um, yeah, I don't, I don't rhino think. horn to, to perform better in bed. <laughs> I don't I mean, lit, that, yeah. trust me. Cialis works, guys. Yeah, just, you don't have to kill anybody. It's fantastic. You don't have to kill anybody. You don't have to kill anybody. It's expensive, but damn, it works. <laughs> and it's a lot cheaper than a rhino horn, <laughs> yeah. which may or may not work. I don't even know. I've never tried rhino horn. But Cialis, the Mark Aaron endorsement on that <laughs> on that pill. Let me tell you. I could do a whole show on how good that thing is. Mm-hmm. Um
1: you know what they're doing with the, the ivory? They're actually tranking um, uh, large populations of of, of uh, bull elephants mm-hmm. and dyeing the ivory so the poachers can't, can't. kill them. Yeah, oh, there, I saw I saw this picture and there was a bunch. There was a big herd of bull bull, uh, uh, bull elephants, and their tusks were green <laughs> and pink. Because they they darted them and they dyed their ivory, so poachers like, but it's useless now.
0: That's a great idea, and that's what
1: they're to, to help stave off the poaching problem. Sure. And I don't, and they're doing the same thing with some of the rhinos. They're trying to figure out ways to make the make it not profitable just, for them. Just
0: chip these dudes to Alice, man. Yeah. They're like you it's don't need rhino time. horn. And tell them it's rhino horn. They don't yeah, know. Just tell <laughs> it's a rhino we cut it kill. up for you. Yeah, we cut it, it, in it up for make it look a little yellow pill. Modern which, science. Rhino <laughs> horn pill. All right, so I want to hear from hunters out there because I know we have a ton of hunters, and again, I'm not against hunting. I I just, explain to me the mentality of wanting to kill an elephant, of wanting to kill a cheetah, a leopard, a lion, a tiger. I just, like... Yeah,
3: if you're going to do it for meat or, like, purposes of, like, feeding your family, I understand that. Like, honey, okay, we've done that. But this guy killed... Yeah, you just kill it just to kill it and say, hey, I got it. But,
0: I mean, I just, explain to me. I maybe Maybe there's a rational explanation for this. I can't see it right now. Why would you want to kill that line in Zimbabwe. Why would you want to kill an elephant, a rhinoceros, a cheetah, a tiger? I just, it makes no sense to me. Someone explain. A hunter out there, explain to me why this dentist felt the need to kill one of God's most glorious creatures. 404-872-0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter, at Mark Arum. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Arum
3: Show. Mark Harum on 95.5 and AM
0: 750.
2: WSB. On the New York Transit Line. If my train goes off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. We be the Down for the play rock. play the Open Hey, welcome back to the show. <laughs> 1122.
0: 22 after 11, 80 degrees still on Peachtree. Mark uh, Aram's show. Chuck was giving me a little Montana backstory on some uh, hunting. Interesting story there. Um, All right, let's go to the phones. Explain to me why you'd want to kill a lion. Daniel's in McDonough. Daniel, welcome to the program.
2: Well, first, I would never kill a lion. I'd only catch or kill anything that I would eat myself. Okay. But the psychological portion behind it is a sense of empowerment. I mean, you know, these big rich people that go over there and, you know, on top of the food chain, you know, boom, I killed a lion. Look at me. I took a picture of it. That's all it's about. It has nothing to do with it. It's the, it has nothing, no sport. All it is is let's kill this thing. So this way I can take a picture of it so I can show everybody
0: how powerful i am man well go buy a go buy a camaro or a porsche or something you know do something else talking about yeah i just listen again i've been hunting i went beaver hunting once i didn't i didn't kill a beaver i actually didn't enjoy the Mm -hmm. because you were in a swamp yeah yeah like you're literally like in a swamp and i did (laughs) not enjoy it at all the
2: best yeah and
0: by the time i got so sick of it Like, I wanted to go home, so I just took, and it was with a pistol, and I just, I went beaver hunting once, Chuck, and we're in a swamp, and it was miserable, absolutely miserable. Yeah, And my buddy's out, like, trying to find the beaver, and I'm, like, sitting waist deep in a swamp, (laughs) and I'm like, this sucks, so I just take the gun, uh, yes, so, uh, that, that was my beaver hunting experience. Again, I don't have a problem with hunting, I just don't understand the big game hunting mentality. Greg's in Woodstock. Greg, you're on the Mark Garam Show.
2: Hey Mark, how's it going? What's going on, Greg? Well, first thing you've been hunting for beaver in the wrong place I, in mud puddles.
0: Agreed, my friend. Agreed.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with going out into the safari and hunting for tigers and lions and stuff like that. But I do deer hunt, mm. and you know I hunt for meat, and I'm, I'm not going to kill anything that I'm not going to eat.
0: Sure. And, that, and listen, venison is is the one meat that I will eat right now uh, because I know hunters are going to kill uh, the deer humanely. Um, and and I, I get it. I'm not opposed to that at all. I couldn't do it personally. I I just, for some reason, when I see a deer, it's like a special moment. Maybe it's just I'm a city kid and I live in the city. But if I go in my backyard and there's a deer there, like I'm in, just in awe. I might as well be looking at a lion. I'm like, wow, look at that. Look how beautiful that is. You know, but
2: it's the same way when you're in the woods when you're hunting, though, and you're looking at the deer. Even though you're going to shoot it, you're, I'm still in awe. Sure. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's an adrenaline moment, but it's, you know, I'm in awe when I see those deer. And there's a lot of deer that I see, and I, I let them pass. But, you know, I, I know that I'm out there to hunt. So and what? I'm hunting to fill my freezer up. So let me eat. ask you a
0: question, Greg. Let's say you win Mega Millions, okay? And you've got $800 million all of a sudden. The hunter in you, is there any part of you that would be like, all right, I'd pay $50,000 to go hunt a lion? Would you do that? No. All right, good. Good answer.
2: <laughs> good answer. No, no. I no, I, I see some of those TV shows where they're hunting elephants and lions, and uh, I turn them off. I, yeah. I, it, it disgusts me. And it would be a different
0: story. It it might be. uh, Maybe it's a different story. Let me rephrase that. If there were as many elephant and lions as there are deer, maybe it's a different story.
1: That's what I was going to say. If somebody came to me and said, I'll charge you, and I had the money and said, I'll charge you $50,000. We have a huge problem here and that would then yeah. that's fine but it's if like I'm we have a million
0: going, we have a million lions running around wild right.
1: or they're like we look we've got to go get there's there's a there's a pride that's killing people in this village yeah. we need to seriously go okay fine I, i'm okay with those yeah. scenarios not but, just you know cuz they're so not just to feed my weird sense of like look nah, I can't yeah. do that that's that
0: and, and and again like we talk about I'm going to stick with elephants and lions. There, there are not a lot of them, man. There's just yeah, not yeah. a lot of them. There's not deer where there's like 17 million deer in Georgia alone—an uh, in inexhaustible supply. There is a very exhaustible supply of elephants and, and lions in the world.
1: Yeah, there's a huge difference in that. Yeah. Huge difference. I, but in even
0: that. even if there were a million lions, I'm still in awe of them, and I don't think I'd pull the trigger. I might feel yeah. I might feel uh, less little... angered. If someone kills them, if there's a million of them, right? But the fact that there's not, and they're so just amazingly beautiful and and graceful and, pow- uh, uh, I just I don't I'd get give more it. credit to the person if they like wrestled it instead of shot it, you know, like <laughs> going even going up, like even it up a little bit, you know, a knife
1: just just turn <laughs> right. into a knife fight, yeah, and <laughs> like if you
0: kill it with a knife, hey dude, more Brad power to Pitt you, Brad Pitt in the edit of uh, Legends in the Fall when <laughs> yeah. he, when he <laughs>
3: there you go, wrestled like the bear, there, yeah.
0: Maria is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Maria. Hi, Mark. How are you?
2: Um, about these people that are poachers that just destroy an animal and able, their lack of ability to defend themselves in the wild, it's just plain cruel. And what they're doing is just plain evil. And I guess that's a lack of knowledge on their part. And it's ignorance, but you can't fix stupid, can you? Uh,
0: you cannot fix stupid. I don't understand the mentality. And someone on Twitter said um, it can't be... as a hunter chuck what do you think of this this scenario it can't be the thrill of shooting because you can shoot cans it's got to be the thrill of killing yeah that that does it for you that you get off on killing something that amazing i I just but there are people that really even
1: even just deer hunting
0: or or simple hunting
1: really get a thrill out of uh, out of sort of that Primal like yeah. but also you're doing it for a different Listen, reason. I really look I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoy killing things, we, but we, I do it for a different we reason.
0: We as humans have hunted for fifty thousand years. Yeah. It's in our it's in our DNA yeah. to do it. I just think, you know, we're we're advanced enough where we don't need to kill lions, elephants, tigers. I just yeah, that's how I think. All right, we're gonna move it along. Is. I got a horrible luck story that occurred to me. I gotta pass it along to you after news, weather, and traffic on Twitter at Mark Arum. This is the Mark Aram Show.
3: No more you whining on the charts climbing as I make the phone kick. I'm
0: WSB's Mark, Mark Aram. Aram. The WSB 24 album breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic, traffic red bus. alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carol to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. No animals were harmed during the making of the Mark Aram Show.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: All right, welcome back to the show. 11.35, 25 in front of Midnight. Mark Aaron with you till 12 every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody's here. Low T. Chuck dressed to the nines. Longoria, fresh haircut, fresh shave, fresh shirt. He looks fantastic. Uh, coming up on the show this week, um, Al Roker. You know who Al Roker Get is? Get out of here. Yeah, Al Roker will be on the show on Thursday. What's he schlepping? Um, he is schlepping uh, <laughs> a new book called book? The Storm of the Century. The Great Gulf Hurricane of nineteen hundred. That's timely. Yeah, <laughs> very, very timely. <laughs> so Al Roker will be on the show on That's Thursday, sad. tomorrow on the show. Mo Rocca, formerly of the Daily Show and oh, yeah. uh, CBS Morning, a uh, Sunday morning, he'll be on the show tomorrow. And uh, I'm efforting. I know that's not a word. I say that to make Jennifer Griffey's mad on her drive home. <laughs> I'm efforting uh, Chaz Palminteri, actor from uh, Shh, Get At Usual here. Suspect. Oh, really? I can see the picture. Yeah. Yeah, that dude. Um, he is promoting uh, Sicilian vodka. So, <laughs> yeah, um, nice. that that will that won't be till August, but I, I'm working on that. So we've got some good oh, stuff. Chaz
1: Palmenteri is yeah. one of my favorite. Actors. These are
0: all phoners, though. These aren't still uh, though. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's what we got coming up on the show. All right, bad luck story. You're not gonna again. This is first world bad luck story. <laughs> this isn't you know third world bad luck story. So I get back from the cruise Friday night. And we get home. We were able to catch an earlier flight out of Seattle, which was huge. Um, But I I get home at like 8 p.m. Saturday at noon, there's a big poker tournament at Harris Cherokee. And all my poker buddies are are going playing. So I get up early on Saturday morning at like 7 a.m. And I drive up to Cherokee to play in this poker tournament. So I go. Poker tournament starts at noon. I get there at like 11-ish. I register. It was like a $300 buy-in tournament. No big deal. It's fun. You know, I haven't played in yep. a tournament in a while. All my buddies are there. It's, uh, my buddy has a cabin up in Cherokee, so I, you know, I just crashed at his place. So I've got about 45 minutes to an hour before the poker tournament starts. So I go down to the casino floor, and I wanted to play some blackjack because I crushed it. Blackjack on the cruise, like I paid nice. for the cruise. Oh, I forgot there's a casino on cruise. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> my wife won seventeen hundred in slots. Like it was the boat moving, right? It was a little, it's a little freaky to be, you know. You're like, oh, is that my stomach? Oh no, it's just the boat. But I, I was killing it in blackjack. So I'm like, all right, I'll go play blackjack while I'm waiting for the poker tournament to start because I've been let's ride this hot streak. Right? There's no uh, blackjack tables open, like they're all filled. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, what am I gonna do? I'm like, you know, so what I do. Uh, every time I go to a casino, I'll put, like, $25 on the roulette wheel on 19, my, my favorite number. Right. As a former Division one athlete, that yeah, was baseball my, numbers, my yeah. baseball number, 19. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that. Right. So I go down to the casino floor in Cherokee, and there are two roulette tables next to each other. They, they kind of group all the tables together. So the blackjack tables are here. Craps is over here. Roulette's over here. And there's two open roulette wheels right now. And I can choose the one on the left or the one on the right. And the one on the right had, like, one fewer person on it, so there's a little more room for me. So I'm like, all right, I'll play on that one. Uh, I give the guy $100. bucks. i am like, give me four $25 chips, and I'll just play these four sp- separate spins um, while I'm waiting for the poker tournament to start because I'm a junkie. I'm an addict. I get it. You know, I want to, <laughs> yeah. to do something. I yeah. want to do something. So I put $25 down on 19 Spins the wheel, lands on, like, 32 or something. The table to the left of me, which I could have chosen, hits 19. (laughs) So $25 at 35 to 1, that would have been $875. Mm -hmm. That if I had just chosen the table to the left of me, would have been $875. I'm like, well, that's tough luck. You know, all Mm -hmm. I had to do is literally walk four feet left, choose that (laughs) table, and I have $875. Now, if you hit in roulette, you hit a number on roulette, the... uh, the prevailing wisdom is whatever you had on that bet, you double it the next time. So had I been on the table that won the 19, I would have won $875, and I would have doubled my bet to 50 bucks. But I'm still on the table on the right. So I put another 20 dollars chip down on 19. I've got four chances here on this table to hit. Spin the wheel, two. Doesn't hit me. Right. Look to my left, the table to the left, hits 19 again. <laughs> Back-to-back times, Off. yes. So had I had I been on that table, I would have mm. won the first spin for $875. Right, and then you would have... I would have doubled my bet to $50, mm-hmm. would have hit again, would have won $1,700. And I'm like, wow, that's really bad luck. Son of a gun. Yeah, you'd yep. be up 2500 bucks. Yes, I'd be up $2,500 in three minutes. Right, right. But no, I'm at the right table where I'm down 50 bucks. Right. <laughs> so I'm like kind of heated right now. Throw out my third chip on nineteen on my <laughs> yeah. table. Spin the wheel. Twenty-four doesn't hit. Look to my left. Son of a biscuit. Son, third up. time oh, that, in a row. That is
2: not that. No
0: way. It hits nineteen. Had I been at that table and put twenty-five dollars <laughs> down and won eight seventy-five, would have doubled my bet to been fifty. Would it would have won seventeen hundred dollars. Then would have doubled my bet again to hundred dollars mm-hmm. and would have won $3,500. Hundred dollars on that last spin, I would have had forty three uh, over mm-hmm. forty five hundred dollars. Right? Um, wait, more than that? Yeah. Yeah. Thirty five and twenty five. That's. Let, let me do the math here. All right, Twenty five times thirty five is eight seventy five. So you would have six grand. Fifty times thirty five is seventeen fifty. And then so seventeen fifty plus thirty five hundred plus eight seventy five. I would have had six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. in five minutes in five minutes (laughs) so I and and the guys next to me they see me playing 19 and I keep pointing over to the table to my left like look look what happened look what happened third time they were like holy cow put my fourth nickel my fourth quarter down on the table double zero whatever nothing look to my left Not nineteen eighty. But three in a row. Like, (laughs) I would have won six thousand dollars. And did you ever have the urge to go over there? No, because it's you'll go. Oh, it hit there. It's not going to hit again. You know, it's like, oh, all right, I'm I'm here. Maybe it'll hit my table. After the second time, I would have went over there just to try.
1: I mean, you don't have anything to lose at that point. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to lose anyway.
0: (laughs) Can you believe that though? Like all. Just that small, you talk about little life. And then you missed the poker tournament? No. No, I played the poker (laughs) tournament. I actually did better than all my buddies, including little Sanjay. (laughs) Um, But just that one little life decision. And there's no reason, like literally I chose the table on the right because there was one fewer person on it. I was like, I'll have a little more room on this table. If I won to the one on the left... I'd be six thousand dollars richer. I'd be making it rain in here right now. You would. You'd be getting a haircut every week long. <laughs> yeah, <days>. Every day. <laughs> every three months. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so that that was. I just wanted to pass along that tough luck story. Like again, that's, yeah, that's first world. Tough yeah, luck. that is pretty first world. But yeah, that is So I went still... from. Uh, I lost a hundred bucks. <clears throat> I could have won sixty one, but I would have bet on that fourth one. I would have bet two hundred bucks. I would have lost that. So yeah, but you'd be up. Five thousand, <laughs> nine hundred
3: dollars. I mean, that's
0: not you know much of a loss. Yeah, that's that. What's funny
1: is you always remember those bad beats. Bad beats, much oh, so much better. Yeah. Yep. There's so much you know more vividly, yeah. and you tell them because there's so much more crushing than when you like. Because if you had to come in here and said you are not going to believe this, you're like oh that's fantastic, and then the story came. But that bad where you like, can you believe? Oh, I'll remember that? that for the rest I'll of my life. Remember for the rest of your life, yeah.
0: and and vividly. The like, one one time I did that, I was this was nineteen or two thousand. Seven maybe. And I was I was at the World Series of Poker and I was just crushing it. Like I won I won thirty two grand in a tournament. I won seven grand just playing cash games. I was just anything I was doing. And we were going to the buffet with my buddies and I threw a hundred dollars down on nineteen and it hit. And that was thirty five hundred bucks. And it was the uh, the whole table like you know some guy just walks up people are playing roulette <laughs> yeah. for like an hour right, right. you know betting to... f- betting like three dollars on a number just trying to hit and and this freaking jamoke like me walks up throws <laughs> a hundred dollar chip on $19, one spin and hits it for thirty five hundred bucks they were like
3: what the hell's going on here?
0: right yeah I always I I usually do it like once per trip I'll throw twenty five bucks down on on the number. And uh, more often than not, I hit like better than the odds than you'd expect.
1: I I really quick, we were in Vegas once and we were coming out of the club. So it's three o'clock in the morning and we are blackout. I
0: mean, drunk. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I thought I'd walked up to a $5 machine Mm -hmm. and it was a five cent machine, but I was too drunk to notice. Sure. So I just put the $5 in and bet the whole thing and hit the jackpot. We're freaking out because it was a small jackpot, but it was like thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, now nah, it was like thirty five dollars because it was thirty five
0: hundred like, pennies. Yeah, it was like yeah.
1: we were freaking out. Bells were going off. We're like, yes! Can you believe? And then it started shoveling out nickels, and I started. I was like, ah, damn
0: it! It was like thirty five bucks. In all my casino so years, I've never seen anyone hit like a big s- slot jackpot. Oh, I've never either. I like, did
1: the bells. The bells started going off. Really? The yeah, the lady came, but it was a, it was a nickel thing, and it was. It, I think they hit a lot. Uh, Because they're right by the doors, I I think they hit more, but there's no real big payout. The biggest payout on it, I think, was like three hundred and fifty dollars was the biggest payout. But we hit a jackpot enough to get it going, and yeah, it was
0: thirty five dollars worth of nickels. I was so mad that that it used to be they'd pay out in in actual coins. Yeah, so you'd have to go. I remember going to the casino and those big. Bucket buckets, things? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you see these old ladies. Yeah, they have them stacked <laughs> on the side. Lugging, <laughs> lugging it, lug it around like this forty-pound bucket of, of silver dollars or whatever. Um, now it's it's all you print out the ticket. Yeah, I and mean, here's here's the interesting thing on the casino too. So I want to. My mom loves the slots, and my wife loves the slots. So I was playing slots with them. And what what frustrates me is I right, say you put twenty dollars in on the slots, and each slot pulls like a buck and a quarter, whatever it is. I don't. Mm-hmm. know. I, I've that's a whole world to me that I don't understand the slots like I'll play a game if I know what I need to get like all right you get three sevens in a row right right, right, weigh, right. but yeah. with the ones with the lines yeah. and all that that confuses oh, so me much so I much I have no idea like I, I do not enjoy that I need to know what I'm rooting for like right right so I played one it was um Trip what's the name of that uh old show about the oh, Beverly Hillbillies do you remember the the cast members of the Hillbillies
3: was there
0: Jethro? Or Jethro and whatever.
3: So Amy, uh, uh, what's her name? The
0: hot blonde. I don't know.
3: There's Jed Clampett.
0: Yeah, Jed Clampett. So the, there's a slot machine with the Beverly Hillbillies, and I was playing that because I know, all right, if I get three Jethros in a row, I win, <laughs> or three Judd Clampets in a row, I win. So I'll play that. But here's what here's what b- bugs me about the slot machines. So you play down, and you're going to lose. You know, most likely you're going to lose. Right. But you'll have 20 cents left in the machine and you can't spin anymore. Cause like the minimum bet's a quarter. So then you got to print out a thing that says 20 cents and then take it up there. And then take it up, <laughs> take, it up take it up to the, the desk and yeah. be like, I'd like to cash this in, please. Like, like it's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I would just leave the 20 cents in the machine and like whoever plays next will get my free 20 cents. I just slots are confusing. Yeah. I don't like them, but the, but they value slots players so much. So as a poker player, the casino doesn't really make much money off of me at all.
1: Well, no, because it's just changing hands exactly. for a long time. Exactly, so it's not...
0: but my my wife and my mom they play slots, so they get all these great offers. Like, we'll fly you to Biloxi to play, or and I, I can't even get like a free bowl of noodles, <laughs> right, right? From the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I'm playing poker for twelve hours, you know, and I can't get a a, a free bowl of rice. But they, my wife plays slots for an hour, and they're like, "We'll fly you down to Biloxi. Come on!" In. <laughs> yeah. It's just a weird situation. <laughs> did so,
1: do they take care of the the blackjack players a little bit yes, more than absolutely. poker players? Because I think they end up pumping a lot more money. Yeah, in,
0: craps like, players too. So yeah, I wound up. So play, I lose. Yeah. I lose in the poker tournament. Uh, I made it to the second day, which actually was good because not well, not good that I lost, but <laughs> if I had continued further into the tournament, I might not have been able to make it back to work on Monday, and I don't think the bosses would have been like. Happy. Yeah, you just took two after weeks after I take two weeks uh, off. Hey, I'm like, here and Yeah, I'm up at, at the poker <laughs> tournament, uh, but after I busted out of the tournament on Sunday, I went down and played poker or a blackjack. Killed it again, and the guy bought, uh, bought my my lunch. I'm huh. like, hey. I'm going to get lunch at Brio. Can you hook me up? He's like, yeah, and give me a free meal coupon. Nice. Yeah, yep. they don't want you
3: to leave. They want you to blow
0: that money again. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I, But I didn't. I left. Yeah. I, I took Sanji out for lunch. <laughs> for use that to your advantage. Yeah. And then I had, uh, it was actually a really good dish at Brio. There was one in Buckhead. It's an Italian joint. It was like these cheese puffed, uh, cheese stuffed like ravioli, but not ravioli. They were like balls. It was weird. And then I had shrimp on top, and it was like a vodka sauce. Delicious. But I had to stop at the Shonies on the way back to go to the <laughs> bathroom. I was
1: just going to say, <laughs> yeah. how long did the, by, the, the, the ride cr- back The cream
0: sauce you was not good no, on the ride back didn't from do Cherokee Alright, All right, uh, so there's my hard luck story. I could have won $6,000. Instead, I lost 100 bucks playing roulette like an idiot. 404 872 0750 800 WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. One segment to go of The Mark Aram Show.
2: It's similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old and beyond the cop's control. They better had a ride right. gear ready
0: Mark Aram on 955 and AM
3: 750 WSB I'm addicted
1: to the truth yeah. I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop.
2: love affair Can't be scared when Nickels down I-
0: Back to the show, eleven fifty three, seven in front of midnight. Mark Aram uh, with you, wrapping up here on a Tuesday. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Lonely Tailgater with Blessed or Not Blessed, and who did I say tomorrow? Mo Rocca.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be good.
0: I met him once, and I'll, I'll talk about this on the interview with him tomorrow. I am sure he. We used to have this thing called uh, the Air Awards, okay, uh, Achievement in Radio Awards. Um, in Atlanta, and it benefited the March of Dimes. It was a cool little, we don't have much, you know, in the way of award shows for radio. Like yeah. TV's got the <laughs> Emmys. Right, and, yeah, right. There's no. Like, like radio's got like the AP awards, but only like Jay Black goes to that. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a very <laughs> yeah, yeah. fancy affair. <laughs> Jay Black puts on his fancy... Cell phone belt and uh, yeah, exactly, and he goes. <laughs> I've never in seen
1: h- him in anything other than
0: khakis, khakis golf shirt, and yeah. the cell phone clipped. He to his always belt. looks like he's ready to go play golf. Like yeah. he's like if like if <laughs> if they ca- if, like the president came and said let's go play golf right now. He's, he's like ready. boom, he's ready yeah, to go. Dude. Exactly. So radio does But we used to have this thing called the Air Awards, and it was kind of a BS award system. I say that because I never won one. Yeah, right. But it was basically like you. would There was all these categories. You would submit. Yeah. Um like best talk show, mm-hmm. best morning show, like all this stuff.
1: Montana's got a statewide radio yeah, thing like that. And
0: and so I think the way it was is so you'd make these submissions, like Atlanta, the Atlanta market would make submissions, and then there'd be judges from like Jacksonville, Florida. They would listen and they would vote and whatever. And, I, I don't know enough about the awards to it. Right. But it was fun to go. Right. And I would present uh I was always a presenter. Like, all right, <laughs> I, I don't think that. Yeah, they did have a best traffic reporter, but I never won that. Captain Herb won it all the time. Yeah, which, well, was, yeah. he should have. It. Yeah, um, but one year Mo Rocca, they used to have like a famous MC come in and Trip, get in here. We're gonna, we Trip probably remembers these. Anyway, Mo Rocca was the MC of the Air Awards, and I got, to, I talked to him after, and he gave me his business card, and it was when he was with the Daily Show, and it said Mo Rocca. Daily Show Correspondent. I thought it was really cool. And that's like one of the only business cards I've ever kept. Do you remember the Air Awards?
3: I did. That's the year I won. He was the, the MC. You were there that year? Yeah. He was what did you win? I won like best non-drive personality. Okay. i have been nominated like five times before and never won. I was and they
0: like, were cool like uh, like clear acrylic kind Jordan of crystal. Jordan Gray always
3: beat me like every she, year.
0: Well, she's awesomely hot. Yeah. Um, but So you won an Air Award. You <laughs> just won. That's just the only won. thing i won. But you won the one that Mo Rocca was the host. Yeah. He's coming on the show tomorrow night. Oh, was he really? So oh, gonna, he's a funny dude. He was. So I talked to him after the Air Awards, and he gave me his business card, and he's with The Daily Show.
3: Was, was That a? Two, that was 2003, wasn't it? It was
0: a while ago. Yeah, wow. But I still have his his business card. Oh, nice. I just thought it was, like, I don't keep business cards, but, you know, Mo Rocca, Daily Show correspondent. I'm like, this is awesome. Bro. Yeah, that's he was very cool. He was the nicest guy. And, um, yeah, so he'll be on the show tomorrow. Very cool. So you won an Air Award. You just won. Can you bring it in tomorrow? Just won. Uh, yeah. Can he, right. can he sign it? He's not going to be in. Oh, studio. he's not going to be in studio. No. Is what I was to say, that but I want to see what. An, I'll tweet out what what an air award looks like. Oh, okay. Why
3: did they stop doing them? By the way, do we know? Uh <laughs> remember all the Hot ninety seven guys and Hot Hot one hundred seventy nine, and Uh uh-uh. It became like uh, everybody's like pimping their albums, and then it became everybody like making fun of everybody else, and it got kind of nasty. So I, that, I used to present at them. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah, great fun. You could I could make it was fun funny. of people all I the thought, time. Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious. Dave but,
0: Baker got up. Uh, he was presenting one time, and there's like three hundred people. In the, uh, in the audience And Dave Baker goes uh, And I, it's a line I've stolen since He goes 300 people I'm talking to 300 people Right now Now I know what it feels like To be on WGST
2: <laughs> oh, uh,
3: oh Nice uh, It was pretty funny It was pretty funny Alright so bring in
0: the Air Award I'll in bring
3: in the Air Award And uh, I think they the reason They cut it out They still do them But it's just more of Like a presentation Of an award so, uh, I don't think um, they do them anymore They're not doing it at all I don't all? think so It's not a march Stop of
0: We gotta do start Of the okay. show Okay Sorry Sorry Longo <laughs>
3: Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: I'm Star of the Show today. I went to, uh, I, hey, I bought subs for you, and okay. I got a show topic out of it, okay. so I'm Star of the Show. Okay. Uh, Tony and Marietta has got a quick cruise question for me. Tony, what do you got, buddy?
2: All right, Mark. I really have got to know, since I'm not a cruise guy, what was I hanging up in?
0: Going through the fjords in Alaska, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life, the fjords in Alaska. Al, real quick on the line, what do you got, buddy?
2: I was just going to make a couple of comments on the, the
0: hunting real quick. Can, can you hold on till tomorrow? Yep. All right. <laughs> Keep him on hold till tomorrow's show. Thanks. <laughs> on Twitter, at Mark Arum, M A R K A R U M. Go to sleep, little baby. Bye.
1: Guests of the Mark Arum show stay at the All sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.